1: Welcome to our Tuesdays broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today I'm continuing to teach a series that I started a week ago yesterday. This is my second week of teaching on the discover the keys to staying full of God. The title might be a little misleading, but I promise you this is a powerful teaching. And this is something that has just it's a it's a part of me. It's something that I live, try and live by every single day of my life, and I really believe it's a missing ingredient. IN MOST PEOPLE'S LIVES. I'VE BEEN TAKING THIS TEACHING FROM ROMANS CHAPTER 1, VERSE 21, WHERE IT'S DESCRIBING PROGRESSIVE STEPS THAT PEOPLE TAKE AWAY FROM GOD AND THEREFORE AWAY FROM WHAT HE HAS DONE IN THEIR LIFE. THE REVELATION, THE LOVE, THE JOY, THE PEACE, WHATEVER HE'S DONE IN THEIR LIFE, IT'S NEVER GOD THAT CUTS OFF THE FAUCET AND STOPS THE FLOW OF HIS LOVE AND BLESSINGS TOWARDS US. IT'S ALWAYS US THAT CUT OFF THE FLOW. AND SOMETIMES WE DO IT COMPLETELY UNINTENTIONAL, BUT THIS IS WHAT ROMANS CHAPTER 1 AND VERSE 21 IS TALKING ABOUT. SO THAT'S THE VERSE THAT I'VE BEEN TEACHING FROM. LET ME JUST GET BACK OVER THERE AND READ THIS ONE MORE TIME. IT SAYS, BECAUSE THAT WHEN THEY KNEW GOD, THEY GLORIFIED HIM NOT AS GOD, NEITHER WERE THANKFUL, BUT BECAME VAIN IN THEIR IMAGINATIONS, AND THEIR FOOLISH HEART WAS DARKENED. AND SO LAST WEEK, I SPENT THE WHOLE WEEK TALKING ABOUT WHAT DOES IT MEAN TO GLORIFY GOD? IT MEANS TO VALUE, TO PRIZE, TO PUT WORTH, IMPORTANCE UPON GOD AND UPON WHAT HE'S DONE IN YOUR LIFE. OR ANOTHER WAY OF SAYING THIS, IN ROMANS CHAPTER 11, VERSE 13, PAUL USED THIS EXACT SAME GREEK WORD, BUT THERE IT WAS TRANSLATED MAGNIFY. SO YOU COULD SAY THAT TO GLORIFY GOD MEANS TO MAGNIFY GOD, TO MAKE HIM BIGGER. AND WHATEVER YOU FOCUS YOUR ATTENTION UPON, YOUR MIND IS LIKE A MAGNIFYING GLASS. WHATEVER IT'S FOCUSED ON, IT JUST GROWS BIGGER AND BIGGER AND BIGGER. WE SHOULD BE FOCUSED UPON GOD. WE SHOULD BE REHEARSING HOW GOOD GOD IS, GOING BACK OVER ALL OF THE GREAT THINGS THAT GOD HAS DONE IN HIS WORD. AND WE NEED TO MAGNIFY GOD GREATER THAN CANCER, GOD GREATER THAN than POVERTY, GOD GREATER THAN RELATIONAL PROBLEMS OR WHATEVER ELSE IS GOING ON. AND WHEN YOU GET THIS ATTITUDE, IT JUST SHRINKS YOUR PROBLEMS DOWN TO NOTHING. YOU KNOW, IT'S KIND OF LIKE... HERE'S ANOTHER COMPARISON. YOU COULD SAY YOUR MIND IS KIND OF LIKE A PAIR OF BINOCULARS. AND IF YOU LOOK THROUGH THE SMALL END AND OUT THE BIG END, IT MAGNIFIES EVERYTHING. BUT YOU CAN LOOK THROUGH THE BIG END AND OUT THE SMALL END AND IT SHRINKS EVERYTHING. YOUR MIND HAS THE ABILITY TO MAGNIFY THINGS AND MAKE THEM BIGGER, OR IT HAS THE ABILITY TO SHRINK THINGS AND MAKE THEM SMALLER. AND THE WAY YOU DO THAT IS BY WHAT YOU ARE FOCUSED ON, WHAT YOU ARE OCCUPIED WITH, IS WHAT BECOMES BIGGER IN YOUR LIFE. THE SAD THING IS MOST OF US ARE MORE FOCUSED ON WHAT THE DOCTOR HAS SAID, WHAT OUR BODY FEELS, WHAT THE BANKER SAYS, WHAT SOMEBODY OVER HERE HAS SAID, WHAT'S BEING SAID ON THE NEWS THAN WE ARE WHAT THE WORD OF GOD SAYS. AND BECAUSE OF THAT, OUR PROBLEMS GROW AND GET BIG. BUT YOU CAN TURN THAT AROUND AND YOU CAN BEGIN TO MAGNIFY GOD AND WHATEVER YOU FAIL TO FOCUS ON JUST AUTOMATICALLY STARTS SHRINKING IN IMPORTANCE, IN DOMINANCE, IN THE WAY IT CONTROLS YOU. YOU KNOW, I'VE GOT AN ENTIRE TEACHING ON THAT ENTITLED, HARDNESS OF HEART, THAT WOULD GO INTO MORE DETAIL. BUT THAT IS ABSOLUTELY TRUE. AND THEN IT SAYS YOU HAVE TO BE THANKFUL UNTO GOD. AND I USE PSALMS, CHAPTER 69, VERSE 30, THAT SAYS, I WILL PRAISE THE NAME OF GOD WITH A SONG AND WILL MAGNIFY HIM WITH THANKSGIVING. SO GLORIFYING GOD AND THANKING GOD ARE IN A SENSE TWO DIFFERENT THINGS, BUT IN ANOTHER SENSE THEY ARE CONNECTED. YOU CAN'T TRULY GLORIFY GOD, MAGNIFY HIM WITHOUT THANKSGIVING IS WHAT THIS VERSE IS SAYING. IT'S AN IMPORTANT PART OF KEEPING GOD IN HIS PROPER PLACE. YOU HAVE TO GO BACK AND REMEMBER THE GOOD THINGS THAT GOD HAS DONE. AND YOU KNOW, OVER IN SECOND PETER, CHAPTER 1, VERSE 9, I USED THAT VERSE YESTERDAY, BUT IT SAYS PEOPLE WHO are do not HAVE THESE THINGS, THEY HAVE FORGOTTEN THAT THEY WERE PURGED FROM THEIR OLD SINS. WE NEED TO GO BACK AND REMEMBER ALL OF THE GREAT THINGS THAT GOD HAS DONE IN OUR LIFE. LET ME USE THIS VERSE OUT OF 2ND TIMOTHY, CHAPTER 3 IN VERSE 1. IT SAYS, THIS KNOW ALSO, THAT IN THE LAST DAYS, PERILOUS TIMES SHALL COME. YOU KNOW, SOME PEOPLE SAY, WELL, WE AREN'T IN THE LAST DAYS. WELL, WE'RE IN OUR LAST DAYS, AND I REALLY BELIEVE WE ARE IN THE LAST DAYS. PETER SAID, THAT WE WERE IN THE LAST DAYS ON THE DAY OF PENTECOST WHEN HE PREACHED THAT MESSAGE AND QUOTED FROM JOEL. AND HE SAID THAT WAS THE LAST days. SO IF 2,000 YEARS AGO WAS THE LAST DAYS, WELL, THEN WE ARE DEFINITELY IN THE LAST OF THE LAST DAYS. AND IT LISTS 16 THINGS HERE THAT WOULD HAPPEN IN THE END TIMES. AND THIS IS JUST... YOU COULD GO TO YOUR NEWSPAPER TODAY. YOU COULD GO ON TO ANY SOCIAL MEDIA, in NEWSFEED, ANYTHING, AND YOU COULD FIND EVERY ONE OF THESE THINGS LISTED RIGHT HERE IN TODAY'S NEWS. HE GOES ON TO SAY, MEN SHALL BE LOVERS OF THEIR OWN SELVES. MAN, IS THAT DESCRIPTIVE. MOST PEOPLE ARE ALL WRAPPED UP IN THEMSELVES AND THEY MAKE A VERY SMALL PACKAGE. YOU KNOW, IN PREVIOUS GENERATIONS, I THINK THAT THERE WAS a, MORE OF A WILLINGNESS TO SACRIFICE FOR THE SAKE OF YOUR CHILDREN, YOUR POSTERITY, AND STUFF THAN THERE IS TODAY. I'VE BEEN STUDYING A LOT ON THE REVOLUTION, THE CIVIL WAR. PEOPLE GAVE THEIR LIVES. THEY SACRIFICED THEIR FORTUNES, THEIR FAME, THEIR HONOR, AND EVERYTHING FOR US. TODAY, MOST PEOPLE ARE SO WRAPPED UP IN THEMSELVES THEY WOULDN'T DO MUCH FOR ANYBODY ELSE. You know, we talk about the greatest generation. That man, people laid down their lives during World War II. There's, we got a lot of people today that uh, we'd be hard pressed to find the numbers of people who would lay down their life so that somebody else could live. This, the very first thing right here, we could spend a lot of time on that. But today, people are lovers of their own selves above anybody and everybody else. The next thing it says is covetous. Boy, this is so. RAMPANT. THIS IS EPIDEMIC PROPORTIONS. IT SAYS IN COLOSSIANS CHAPTER 3 VERSE 5 THAT COVETOUSNESS IS IDOLATRY. MOST PEOPLE TODAY WOULD NOT THINK THAT THEY'RE IDOL WORSHIPERS. THEY DON'T HAVE A STATUE THAT THEY BOW DOWN TO. THEY DON'T BURN INCENSE TO SOME FIGURE, BUT THEY ARE COVETOUS TO THE MAX. YOU KNOW, MOST PEOPLE, IF YOU WERE TO WIN THE LOTTERY, INSTEAD OF THINKING ABOUT, MAN, HOW YOU COULD GIVE OR SOMETHING, YOU WOULD JUST GO SPEND IT ALL. If you you KNOW, IT WOULDN'T MATTER HOW MUCH MONEY YOU WON IN THE LOTTERY, YOU WOULD LEVERAGE IT AND YOU WOULD LIVE ABOVE YOUR NEEDS. YOU'D STILL HAVE DEBT AND IN A SHORT PERIOD OF TIME, YOU'D BE BROKE AGAIN. I THINK I'VE SEEN STATISTICS THAT 80% OF PEOPLE WHO WON THE LOTTERY ARE WORSE OFF WITHIN 10 YEARS THAN THEY WERE BEFORE THEY WON. AND IT'S BECAUSE COVETOUSNESS. THEY JUST LIVE BEYOND THEIR MEANS. MAN, THAT IS RAMPANT TODAY. THE NEXT THING IT LISTS IS BOASTERS. YOU KNOW, WHEN I WAS A KID, I GUESS PEOPLE REALLY WEREN'T THAT MUCH DIFFERENT THAN THEY ARE TODAY, BUT AT LEAST THEY... THEY HAD A SEMBLANCE OF TRYING TO ACT HUMBLE. BUT THEN Muhammad ALI COMES ALONG. I AM THE GREATEST. AND I REMEMBER WHEN HE STARTED SAYING THAT, IT WAS LIKE, HOW COULD A PERSON SAY THAT? YOU AREN'T SUPPOSED TO SAY THAT ABOUT YOURSELF. BUT HE STARTED PROCLAIMING HE'S THE GREATEST AND THINGS HAVE CHANGED TO WHERE NOW I MEAN PEOPLE PROMOTE THEMSELVES SHAMELESSLY ALL OF THE TIME. IT'S UNUSUAL TO FIND SOMEBODY WHO WILL ACTUALLY BE HUMBLE AND GIVE CREDIT TO SOMEBODY ELSE. THEY ARE BOASTERS, PROUD. IT GOES RIGHT ALONG WITH WHAT I WAS JUST SAYING. MOST PEOPLE ARE proudful, prideful. SOME PEOPLE DON'T RECOGNIZE IT BECAUSE THEY THINK PRIDE IS ONLY ARROGANCE. THEY ONLY SEE ONE EXTREME OF IT, BUT SELF-CENTEREDNESS, TIMIDNESS, SHYNESS IS EXTREME PRIDE. YOU'RE JUST ALL ABOUT YOU. YOU KNOW, THE WORD PRIDE, P-R-I-D-E. THE MIDDLE LETTER IS I. PRIDE AT ITS CORE IS JUST ALL ABOUT YOU, ALL FOCUSED ON YOURSELF. AND IT SAYS IN PROVERBS CHAPTER 13, VERSE 10, ONLY BY PRIDE COMES CONTENTION. THE ONLY THING THAT MAKES YOU ANGRY IS NOT WHAT PEOPLE DO TO YOU, IT'S the, it's YOU. IT'S WHAT'S ON THE INSIDE OF YOU THAT CAUSES YOU TO RESPOND THAT WAY. SO THEY'RE PROUD. THEY'RE BLASPHEMERS. MAN, THIS IS ABSOLUTELY HAPPENING TODAY. PEOPLE ARE BLASPHEMING GOD. PEOPLE ARE... THEY ARE EXALTING THEMSELVES. THEY ARE BLASPHEMING THE HOLY SPIRIT. THEY ARE EXALTING SIN THAT GOD SAYS IN AN ABOMINATION. YOU KNOW, THE BIBLE... GOD IS THE ONE WHO DETERMINES WHAT SIN IS, WHAT RIGHT AND WRONG IS. AND GOD WROTE THIS IN HIS BIBLE. AND YET TODAY, People are basically rejecting what God says and they're establishing their own norms. They're saying that homosexuality, adultery, lying, stealing, they aren't wrong. You know what? God's the only one that can establish right and wrong. And when you change the rules and you say, no, this isn't wrong anymore, this is just fine, and you have a parade and you celebrate it, you've made yourself God. You've stepped into that position. That's blasphemy. And then it says, disobedient to parents. Would anybody doubt? THAT WE ARE IN THE LAST DAYS, IF IN THE LAST DAYS DISOBEDIENCE TO PARENTS IS GOING TO MULTIPLY. I TELL YOU WHAT, THIS IS TYPICAL. IT WOULD BE UNUSUAL TO FIND SOMEBODY WHO'S NOT DISOBEDIENT TO THEIR PARENTS. AND THEN THE NEXT THING IT SAYS, UNTHANKFUL. THIS IS WHAT I WAS WORKING TOWARDS THIS WHOLE TIME. RIGHT IN THE LIST OF ALL OF THESE THINGS, IT PUTS UNTHANKFULNESS IN THERE NEXT TO BLASPHEMERS, DISOBEDIENT TO PARENTS. THE NEXT THING IT SAYS IS UNHOLY. WITHOUT NATURAL AFFECTION, WHICH IS TALKING ABOUT LOVE OF FAMILY MEMBERS, SUCH AS A WOMAN WHO ABORTS HER OWN CHILD, WHO KILLS HER CHILD, AND EVEN TODAY, IF THEY ARE BORN ALIVE, THEY JUST THROW THEM OVER THERE AND LET THEM DIE. A PERFECTLY HEALTHY CHILD, AND THAT'S WITHOUT NATURAL AFFECTION. THAT IS A SIGN OF THE END TIMES. IT SAYS TRUCE BREAKERS. MAN, YOU KNOW, TODAY, CONTRACTS DON'T MEAN MUCH IF YOU HAVE A GOOD LAWYER. PEOPLE WILL BREAK THEIR, THEIR uh, COMMITMENTS. THEY'LL BREAK THESE CONTRACTS. WE'VE HAD PRESIDENTS THAT SAYS IT ALL DEPENDS ON WHAT THE DEFINITION OF IS IS. PARSING WORDS, LYING OUT ONE SIDE OF THEIR MOUTH. MAN, THIS IS A SIGN OF THE END TIMES. FALSE ACCUSERS. MAN, WE'VE SEEN THIS IN THE BRETT KAVANAUGH CONFIRMATION HEARING. PEOPLE ACCUSING THEM THAT YOU ARE GUILTY UNTIL PROVEN INNOCENT AND ON AND ON AND ON YOU COULD GO. MAN, THIS IS JUST RAMPANT TODAY. INCONTINENT, WHICH MEANS THAT YOU CAN'T CONTROL YOUR EMOTIONS. TODAY WE'VE CHANGED THIS WORD TO WHERE INCONTINENCY IS BASICALLY ABOUT NOT controlling YOUR BOWELS, BUT IN THE BIBLE DAYS, IT'S TALKING ABOUT THAT YOU CAN'T CONTROL YOUR EMOTIONS. AND WITH MOST PEOPLE, THE EMOTIONS ARE TOTALLY, TOTALLY OUT OF CONTROL. THE NEXT THING, IT SAYS FIERCE. MAN, it, ALL YOU HAVE TO DO IS GO LOOK ON SOCIAL MEDIA AND SEE THE WAY... SOME OF THE THINGS THAT PEOPLE ARE SAYING AND THEIR ANGER AND THEIR WRATH, THESE PROTESTS AND STUFF. FIERCE DESPISERS OF THOSE THAT ARE GOOD. MAN, it, YOU KNOW, WHEN I WAS A KID, WE WOULDN'T HAVE THOUGHT THAT THIS WAS EVEN POSSIBLE. OF COURSE THERE WERE PEOPLE WHO DIDN'T AGREE WITH PEOPLE WHO WERE GOOD, BUT THEY DIDN'T OPENLY ATTACK THEM. TODAY, IF YOU ARE LIVING A GODLY LIFE, IF YOU ARE STRAIGHT, IF YOU AREN'T uh, IF YOU AREN'T LIVING IN SIN, YOU ARE THE EVIL PERSON. YOU'RE THE BIGOT. AND, YOU KNOW, IT'S EXACTLY LIKE IT SAYS IN ISAIAH CHAPTER f- uh, 5, VERSE 20 WHERE IT SAYS THEY'LL CALL EVIL GOOD AND GOOD EVIL, SWEET, BITTER AND BITTER SWEET. And THEY'VE JUST REVERSED EVERYTHING TO WHERE IF YOU ARE LIVING A GODLY LIFE, THEN YOU'RE THE WEIRD ONE. THIS IS WHAT IT'S SAYING. THEY'LL DESPISE THOSE THAT ARE GOOD. IT'S ONE THING NOT TO BE GOOD, NOT TO DO GOOD, BUT THEN TO DESPISE THOSE WHO ARE. THAT IS A RELATIVELY NEW THING THAT'S GOING ON IN OUR SOCIETY. TRADERS, HEADY, HIGH-MINDED, LOVERS OF PLEASURE MORE THAN LOVERS OF GOD. WELL, WOULD ANYBODY DOUBT THAT THAT'S WHERE WE ARE? YOU KNOW, I'VE SEEN STATISTICS ON HOW MUCH MONEY IS GIVEN TO MOVIES, TO GAMES, TO PLEASURE, TO SPORTS ACTIVITIES. YOU KNOW, I FORGET THE EXACT NUMBERS, BUT IF I REMEMBER CORRECTLY, TO GO TO A SUPER BOWL GAME, IT'S THOUSANDS OF DOLLARS FOR A TICKET TO GET IN, AND THEN THEY HAVE TENS OF THOUSANDS OF PEOPLE IN THERE. BOY, THE MONEY THAT IS SPENT ON LOVERS OF PLEASURE MORE THAN LOVERS OF GOD. YOU COMPARE THAT TO HOW MUCH MONEY IS GIVEN TO CHURCHES, AND IT WOULD PALE IN COMPARISON TO HOW MUCH IS SPENT ON PLEASURE and then verse 5 says having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away. So these people are not just necessarily god haters. They're people that have a form of godliness. They will claim that they have a relationship with God, but they don't have any fruit to back it up. And God and the Lord said right here from such turn away. If he's telling us to turn away from him, I'm convinced he's going to turn away. THERE'S A LOT OF PEOPLE WHO ARE PROFESSING TO HAVE A RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD, BUT IN WORKS THEY DENY BEING, uh, uh, YOU KNOW, REPROBATE UNTO EVERY GOOD WORK. BUT MY REASON FOR READING THIS LIST IS TO SHOW THAT UNTHANKFULNESS IS RIGHT IN THERE WITH EVERY ONE OF THESE OTHER SINS. AND MOST PEOPLE DON'T THINK THIS WAY TODAY. Most people think that well, I would be thankful if there was anything to be thankful for. They just think that thankfulness is a byproduct of circumstances. And if you're in bad circumstances, then you've got a justification for not being thankful. And most people today are not thankful. You know, I try, I'm not saying I do this perfectly, but I try and constantly thank people. I'll walk around our entire ministry here. We got five hundred and something employees here in Woodland Park and 650 WORLDWIDE. AND TO THE BEST OF MY ABILITY, I WALK AROUND AND THANK PEOPLE AND TELL THEM, THANK YOU FOR WHAT YOU'RE DOING AND STUFF. I TRY AND BE THANKFUL. I DON'T DO IT PERFECTLY, BUT I TRY AND DO IT. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? I AM CONSTANTLY AMAZED AT HOW PEOPLE ARE JUST OVERWHELMED THAT SOMEBODY SAYS THANKS. I REMEMBER ONE TIME GETTING A FLIGHT CANCELED FROM WASHINGTON Dulles AIRPORT OVER TO ENGLAND. AND IT WAS LATE AT NIGHT AND WE HAD TO STAND IN LINE FOR OVER TWO HOURS. PEOPLE WERE SCRAMBLING TO GET HOTEL ROOMS AND HAVING TO PUT OFF ALL OF THEIR PLANS. WE COULDN'T FLY OUT UNTIL THE NEXT DAY. AND THERE WAS HUNDREDS OF PEOPLE THAT WERE TRYING TO REBOOK THEIR FLIGHTS. AND I MEAN, THERE WERE PEOPLE GETTING MAD. THEY WERE YELLING. THEY WERE SCREAMING. THEY WERE DEMANDING SOMETHING BE DONE. AND WE STOOD IN LINE FOR TWO HOURS. WHEN WE FINALLY GOT UP TO THE COUNTER AND STARTED TRYING TO REBOOK OUR flights. YOU KNOW, I JUST STARTED BY SAYING, LOOK, I DON'T LIKE THIS ANY MORE THAN ANYBODY ELSE, BUT I KNOW YOU DIDN'T CAUSE THIS. THANK YOU FOR BEING PATIENT AND PUTTING UP WITH THESE PEOPLE SCREAMING AT YOU. AND I JUST TOLD THE LADY, THANK YOU. I MEAN, SHE GOT TEARS IN HER EYES. SHE REACHED ACROSS THE COUNTER, GAVE ME A HUG. SHE WOULD HAVE KISSED ME PROBABLY IF MY WIFE HADN'T BEEN THERE WITH ME. AND SHE WAS JUST SO THANKFUL THAT SOMEBODY ACKNOWLEDGED IT. AND, AND SHE WOUND UP, UPGRADING US TO A SUITE, GAVE US A MEAL VOUCHER. AND OF COURSE, SHE WAS DOING SOME OF THESE THINGS FOR OTHERS, BUT SHE GAVE US A SUITE AND THEN UPGRADED US TO FIRST CLASS THE NEXT DAY. AND I DIDN'T DO IT FOR THAT REASON. BUT I'M SAYING IT'S JUST RARE TODAY THAT YOU'LL FIND SOMEBODY WHO WILL THINK ABOUT SOMEBODY ELSE AND JUST SAY THANK YOU AND SAY THANK YOU TO PEOPLE. THAT'S A SIGN OF THE END TIMES. AND I'M NOT SAYING THIS TO REBUKE YOU. I'M NOT TRYING TO HURT YOU, BUT YOU JUST NEED TO PULL AN INVENTORY. HOW MANY TIMES A DAY DO YOU SAY THANK YOU? AND SOME OF YOU PROBABLY THINK, WELL, NONE. WHY, WHY DO I, SHOULD I THANK ANYBODY? THEY'RE BEING PAID TO DO THIS. THEY DON'T HAVE TO DO IT WITH A SMILE. THEY DON'T HAVE TO TELL YOU HAVE A GOOD DAY. THEY DON'T HAVE TO DO THAT. I'M SURE EVERY ONE OF US HAVE SEEN PEOPLE THAT, MAN, THEY JUST HAD A CHIP ON THEIR SHOULDER AND IT LOOKS LIKE THAT, YOU KNOW, they, THEY WERE JUST MAD. THEY WOKE UP ON THE WRONG SIDE OF THE BED AND STUFF. THEY, YOU DON'T HAVE to be pleasant. YOU DON'T HAVE TO DO THOSE THINGS. AND IF YOU JUST THANK THE CLERK, YOU KNOW, THAT TAKES YOUR MONEY, THE PERSON WHO WAITS ON YOU, IF YOU'RE... IF YOU JUST ARE INTERACTING WITH THEM AND INSTEAD OF BEING IN YOUR OWN WORLD, YOU THINK ABOUT SOMEBODY ELSE, DID YOU KNOW THAT THAT'S A GODLY TRAIT? YOU KNOW, SOME OF YOU MAY NOT UNDERSTAND THIS, BUT... There was a time when I ministered in Omaha, Nebraska, and I was just so overwhelmed with the way that I mean, we saw blind eyes open. We saw people saved, baptized in the Holy Ghost. People's lives were changed. And people were just frozen in their seats. When I left, there were people still sitting there just basking in the glory of God. And as I was driving back to my hotel room, I was just thanking God and thanking Him for touching people's lives and thanking Him for letting me be a part of this. AND I WAS JUST THANKING THE LORD, AND THE LORD SPOKE TO ME VERY CLEARLY AND says, WELL, THANK YOU, ANDREW. AND WHEN HE FIRST SAID THAT, MAN, THAT JUST STARTLED ME, LIKE, OH, GOD WOULD NEVER THANK ME. AT MY VERY BEST, I'M STILL NO GOOD. THAT WAS THE WAY I HAD BEEN BROUGHT UP, BUT I KNOW IT WAS GOD SPEAKING TO ME, AND MY POINT IN RELATING THAT IS TO SAY THAT, YOU KNOW WHAT? GOD IS A KIND, GRACIOUS GOD. IF YOU WOULD ALLOW HIM, GOD WILL THANK YOU. IT SAYS HE TAKES PLEASURE IN THE PROSPERITY OF HIS SERVANTS. WHEN WE GIVE GLORY UNTO HIM AND WORSHIP HIM, IT BLESSES GOD, IT MINISTERS TO GOD, AND GOD IS A GRACIOUS GOD. GOD IS A THANKFUL GOD. NOW, HE IS JUST AND HOLY And PEOPLE WHO JUST TOTALLY REJECT HIM. YES, THERE IS A, uh, ACCOUNTABILITY COMING, BUT GOD IS A GRACIOUS GOD. JESUS SAID OF HIMSELF IN MATTHEW CHAPTER 11, I AM MEEK AND LOWLY IN HEART, AND YOU SHALL FIND REST UNTO YOUR SOULS. AND JESUS WAS GRACIOUS. JESUS WAS KIND TO PEOPLE. THAT'S AMAZING. MOST PEOPLE DON'T THINK OF GOD THIS WAY, BUT IT IS A GODLY TRAIT TO BE THANKFUL. AND THERE ARE SOME OF YOU THAT I'M SAYING THIS IN LOVE TOWARDS YOU, BUT IT HAS BEEN DAYS, WEEKS, MONTHS, YEARS SINCE YOU HAVE THANKED ANYBODY FOR ANYTHING. YOU ARE SO WRAPPED UP IN YOURSELF, SO FOCUSED ON YOUR OWN THING THAT YOU DON'T ACKNOWLEDGE OTHER PEOPLE AND WHAT THEY DO FOR YOU. DID YOU KNOW WHAT? WHEN you, when YOU START THANKING PEOPLE, IT SHOWS THAT YOU ACKNOWLEDGE THAT THEY DIDN'T HAVE TO DO ALL OF THESE THINGS. YOU'RE JUST BEING KIND TO SOMEBODY. YOU'RE ACKNOWLEDGING THAT YOU ARE NOT THE SOURCE OF EVERYTHING. SOMEBODY ELSE IS DOING SOMETHING FOR YOU. SOMEBODY IS HELPING YOU. IT'S A GODLY TRAIT. AND WE NEED TO BE THANKING GOD CONSTANTLY AND REALIZING THAT IT IS NOT YOUR OWN WISDOM. IT IS NOT YOUR GREAT ABILITY. SOME OF YOU THINK, OH, YEAH, I'VE WORKED FOR ALL OF THIS MONEY. I'VE WORKED HARD. BUT YOU KNOW WHAT? GOD IS THE ONE WHO CAUSED YOU TO BE BORN AT THIS TIME IN HISTORY DURING PROSPERITY THAT THE WORLD HAS NEVER KNOWN. IT'S GOD WHO'S GIVEN YOU YOUR HEALTH. HE COULD STIR THE CHEMICALS IN YOUR BRAIN, AND I TELL YOU, YOU'D BE WIPING drool OFF OF YOUR CHIN. YOU CAN SIT HERE AND CLAIM THAT YOU DID ALL OF THIS, BUT GOD GAVE YOU YOUR OPPORTUNITIES. GOD GAVE YOU YOUR HEALTH, AND YOU NEED TO BE THANKING GOD. THANKFULNESS IS A GODLY TRAIT. UNTHANKFULNESS IS A DEMONIC TRAIT. YOU FIND PEOPLE WHO ARE JUST EVIL, AND I GUARANTEE YOU, THEY DON'T THANK ANYBODY FOR ANYTHING. THEY TAKE ADVANTAGE. THEY USE PEOPLE, BUT THEY DON'T THANK PEOPLE. IT'S AN UNGODLY TRAIT. AND SO WE'VE BEEN TALKING ABOUT GLORIFYING GOD. YOU CANNOT GLORIFY, MAGNIFY GOD WITHOUT BEING THANKFUL. AGAIN, I GO BACK TO PSALMS, CHAPTER 69, VERSE 30, I WILL PRAISE THE NAME OF GOD WITH A SONG. I WILL MAGNIFY HIM WITH THANKSGIVING. AND I WISHED I HAD TIME TO PUT THIS IN in CONTEXT, BUT THIS IS A PROPHETIC PSALM. JESUS IS THE ONE SPEAKING, AND THERE'S ABOUT FOUR OR FIVE THINGS QUOTED, uh, THAT JESUS QUOTED ON THE CROSS FROM THE 69TH PSALM. THIS IS JESUS TALKING, AND JESUS MAGNIFIED HIS FATHER WITH the SONG, OR HE PRAISED HIM WITH the SONG AND MAGNIFIED HIM WITH THANKSGIVING. JESUS, THANK GOD, LIKE, FOR INSTANCE, WHEN HE WAS WALKING INTO JERUSALEM, HE SAYS, I THANK YOU, FATHER, THAT YOU HAVE HID THESE THINGS FROM THE WISE AND PRUDENT AND HAVE REVEALED THEM UNTO BABES. AND HE THANKED GOD OPENLY. HE SAID THAT WHEN WE PRAY, WE START BY SAYING, OUR FATHER WHICH ART IN HEAVEN, HALLOWED BE THY NAME. YOU START BY GLORIFYING GOD, MAGNIFYING GOD, AND YOU END WITH, FOR THINE IS THE KINGDOM, THE POWER AND THE GLORY FOREVER. JESUS WAS A GRATEFUL, THANKFUL PERSON. YOU KNOW, WHEN THE LEPERS WERE CLEANSED, TEN OF THEM WERE CLEANSED, ONLY ONE CAME BACK TO GIVE THANKS. THAT IS REALLY TYPICAL OF PEOPLE. MOST PEOPLE ARE NOT THANKFUL. THEY DO NOT RECOGNIZE THE GOODNESS OF GOD, THE GOODNESS OF OTHER PEOPLE. THEY JUST TAKE THINGS AND GO AND NEVER SAY THANKS. BUT THE ONE PERSON WHO CAME BACK AND THANKED him, JESUS SAID, THE OTHERS WERE HEALED, BUT YOU ARE MADE WHOLE. NOT ONLY HEALED, BUT IF HE LOST PARTS OF HIS BODY, THEY WERE RESTORED. EMOTIONALLY, HE WAS MADE WHOLE. THANKSGIVING IS A POWERFUL FORCE, AND IT HELPS YOU IT KEEPS YOUR FOCUS ON GOD. IT HELPS MAGNIFY GOD WITH THANKSGIVING. AND IF YOU WILL GLORIFY GOD, WHICH MEANS TO MAGNIFY GOD AND GIVE HIM THANKSGIVING AND PRAISE, I GUARANTEE YOU, IT WILL KEEP YOU FROM LOSING WHAT GOD HAS DONE IN YOUR LIFE. WE'RE OUT OF TIME TODAY, BUT I AM GOING TO CONTINUE THIS TOMORROW. I ENCOURAGE YOU TO GET THIS BOOK ENTITLED, DISCOVER THE KEYS TO STAYING FULL OF GOD. WE'VE TALKED ABOUT TWO OF THOSE KEYS. I'VE GOT MORE COMING, SO I'VE GOT IT IN BOOK FORM and a workbook and CDs and DVDs. Listen to our announcer as he gives you the information and please call or write today. Welcome to the AWM Minute, a small glimpse on how your partnership with Andrew Womack Ministries and Karis Bible College is raising
0: disciples around the world. Disciples like Bianca, a woman from Norway who was healed from rod cone dystrophy, a rare and incurable eye disease that significantly narrows one's vision. After being told by doctors that she only had a small percentage of her vision left,
1: Bianca learned everything she could from Andrew's free teachings on God wants you well and you've already got it, until Andrew's revelation
0: finally became her own. I just started to praise God about it and thank Him for everything He's done and that He don't need to do something to heal me, that He did already do that on the cross. Because of Andrew's free teachings, Bianca's physical and spiritual eyes have been opened completely, and her story has inspired countless others to discover God's healing power
1: for themselves. To see Bianca's full healing journey, visit awmi.net today.
0: Thank you for joining us on today's broadcast of The Gospel Truth, and a very heartfelt thank you to all who sow into Andrew Womack Ministries. Your generosity supports the sharing of God's unconditional love and grace to His kids all over the globe. Because of you, people are getting free resources and their lives are being changed. You really are making a difference. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today.
1: I'd like to remind you once again to please get these materials. I've got this book. And I've got a study guide, which is the same material. It's just reformatted so that you can disciple other people. And then we have CDs and DVDs. And this teaching on staying full of God is powerful. We offer this and have a suggested donation, but if you don't have the money, go ahead and request it. Send what you can, and my partners will enable me to go ahead and make this material available to you.
0: Andrew's complete series titled, Discover the Keys to Staying Full of God, is available in either a CD album or in a DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. This teaching is also available in book form, or you can get it in a companion study guide, which will deepen your personal understanding and is perfect for Bible studies, home groups, and Sunday schools. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount. Or if you prefer, these products are available as part of the Discover the Keys package. This package includes the book, the companion study guide, and your choice of either the CD or DVD album. This package has a catalog value of $80, but you can receive all of these valuable resources today for a gift of $55. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get this teaching. The individual topic highlighted on today's broadcast is available as an audio CD for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving, but if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today.